Hey everyone, my name is Preston Cox. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Young Church Leaders Podcast. This is a show for young leaders, especially those in the millennial generation, to share the things that we're learning and experiencing as we grow into primary leadership roles in the church today. Hey, so we took a few weeks off, but we are back at it and we're ready to pick off, pick up where we left off. Uh, huge thanks to all of you who have listened to those first four episodes. I appreciate the feedback and for uh, the sharing that you've done. It's been great. Uh, and I hope that we are able to keep creating helpful and encouraging content for you as you seek out ways to grow as a young leader in your church. Um, so we're going to do a couple more episodes for this season, I guess. Uh, we'll see how many we do. So welcome back to the journey. Let's get going. So on today's episode, I want to discuss the topic of boundaries in ministry. You know, this is something that many of us have heard people warn us about, uh, especially as we begin our ministries and as we work through seminary and, and Bible college or whatever, but we so often ignore it. We think that we're immune from setting up good boundaries, I guess, but I've talked with so many of my friends who are young leaders who are just really struggling because they haven't set healthy boundaries early on, and so I think they're paying for that now um, as they move into their second, third, fourth years of ministry. And so once it gets out of control, it's hard to get off the ride. The merry-go-round just keeps spinning, and all of a sudden you've lost track of everything around you. And so not having healthy boundaries creates things like unwanted stress or it strains our marriages and our friendships and church relationships. It really drains us emotionally and physically and it can cause good ministers to burn out early. I should probably say I'm by no means an expert on any of this, but I feel like I've set good healthy boundaries in my ministry early on. And so I just want to outline a few of those areas where I've felt like I've done things that really benefit me now. You may disagree with some of these practices, and that's okay. You may have other practices that you want to throw in. Uh, by all means, comment on those. Share with me. I would love to hear your feedback on how you're setting up good, healthy boundaries. I believe that healthy boundaries need to be set early on in one's ministry. Now, this may make you sound like some sort of prima donna on the front end of your job, but I think that there are some things we need to ask for as we are interviewing for work in ministry so that we can thrive as ministers and have a lasting career. We need to make it known to those leaderships that we will be working for that we need to set up good boundaries so that we can best serve the people that they're calling us to serve. But I think the temptation for us uh, as new ministers is to show people that we care and that we're going to work hard and we're going to we're going to put in the work to get the things done. You know, we we actually talked about this on a uh, episode 2 of the podcast. Uh, I talked about putting in hard work that you're 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 going to have to work at your job regardless of how good you think you are. And so yeah, there are going to be some times when you have to put in extra work. But I would like to set, take that thought just one step further and say, yeah, work hard 
but don't do it at the expense of your own physical, spiritual, and relational well-being. So say yes, but don't, don't burn out in the process. So let me describe for you just a few areas of my life where I have set boundaries that have been really helpful for me as I grow as a young leader. One of the most difficult aspects of ministry, I think, and an important boundary to set up is time management. If we're honest, we think that by staying longer or doing more uh, of everything, it makes us out to be better ministers. Extra hours add up. And like we said, they cause unneeded stress. It causes anxiety. It causes poor physical health. It just flat wears you out. I've seen ministers run themselves completely ragged, citing that it's all just part of the job. And I'm betting you've experienced this even in your young career. If you're a youth pastor, maybe your week was packed with teenagers' extracurricular events that you attended. You know, we're getting close to the end of school here, and so there's graduation season that's coming up. And if you work at a large church, kind of like what I work at, five, six, seven hundred people, there's a likelihood that there's seven, eight, nine schools represented in your youth group. And so you're having to go around and visit all of these people and they're uh, in their graduations, and that can just become incredibly uh, time-consuming. Maybe you work in pastoral care and you've doubled up on all your visits because everyone seemed to be sick this week, but you felt like everybody needed to see you. Uh, maybe you're a connections pastor and you felt like you had to meet with every visitor that was there the last week and there was, you know, 10 or whatever, and you felt like you need to go visit everybody's house. Uh, man, we go in early every day. We stay late. We're the ones who arrive for the worship services first, and we're the last ones to leave. Not to mention, as ministers, we're expected to be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, if we don't set boundaries early on, the time uh, and work of ministry that the, the whole thing demands, it's just going to chase you down and consume you like a velociraptor. <laughs> uh, sure, there are times of year that busyness just comes with the territory. We know as youth pastors that graduation season is going to be busy. We understand that. But most of the time, I think that we choose busyness. We say yes to a lot of good things, and in the process, we burn our candle at both ends. And we do this because we think it's required of us. Or we don't want to disappoint the person who is asking us to do something. But here's the deal about burning two wicks on the same candle. It burns twice as fast. What we need to do is tame our time and our schedules. you got to tame the Velociraptor like Chris Pratt in Jurassic World, right? We need to stand before it and make sure our time knows who its master is. So, I would set up, uh, as a young minister, healthy time boundaries. Don't be afraid to ask your leadership to help protect your time. And one of the ways that I see us being able to protect our time is actually a very biblical uh, concept. It's uh, the practice of Sabbath. Like, practice it for real. <laughs> Don't do anything work-related on those days. Trust me, go off the grid. 
I'm telling you, when you do, you're going to start realizing that the world keeps spinning and turning and working without you. There are always going to be meetings and events. So we have to learn to say no to busyness. And I've learned that actually practicing Sabbath, uh, even if it's just an evening, for us, sometimes it's Thursday evenings. At 5 o'clock, I want to come home. I'm going to put my phone away, and I'm not available until 9 o'clock that next morning. Uh, it just works best for us that way. And, and then sometimes I have a Friday off where I'll, uh, you know, take a Friday off with my wife and just spend the whole day with her with no phone. It's great. <laughs> Trust me. It's really, really positive practice. Uh, there's lots of great resources, and, and I'll suggest a book or two for you. There's a book called 24-6 that I went through uh, last year by Dr. Matthew Sleep, uh, S-L-E-E-T-H. It's a great discourse on the role of Sabbath. He writes from the viewpoint of a medical doctor, and his insights are extremely helpful and practical. Uh, highly suggested as a resource. Um, another resource about the importance of Sabbath, I found in Reggie McNeil's book, uh, A Work of Heart. He writes a little chapter on Sabbath that's really good. And, and for McNeil, Sabbath is a, a commitment to communion with God, which is vital for a vibrant and thriving ministry. Um, really, really important. And one last resource I would recommend for Sabbath is Rob Bell's podcast entitled Let the Land Lie Fallow. You can go look on his podcast. It's called The Robcast. It's on iTunes. Let the Land Lie Fallow. It's a really, really good commentary on the importance and practice of a Sabbath, and I would highly suggest listening to that far in this episode. So the way that I learned to do and practice healthy time boundaries started at my work uh, when I was working for a nursing facility before I started my job as a professional minister. In my position, I was responsible for leading the residents of my unit in activities to help them stay mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy. And so one of the favorite activities of the residents was to spend time out on this patio swing that is specialized for uh, wheelchair usage. At first, for me, this felt like a giant waste of time, right? We're supposed to be productive, and I was expected to be productive in my work. I honestly thought that I would be reprimanded uh, by the higher-ups of the nursing facility for sitting down on the job and wasting company time. <laughs> However, quite the opposite happened. This time of sitting and swinging and reminiscing became an integral part of the overall care of the residents. What I thought was wasting time was actually redeeming it. This time on the swing was life-giving to those residents. They spent a lot of hours inside, and because they were in wheelchairs, they couldn't get in and out of the swing. And so being able to go on a specially made wheelchair swing was so freeing for them. And just being able to sit with somebody uh, was really, really life-enriching. Those hours on the swing taught me what it meant to slow down and enjoy every moment of life. It taught me that the pace in which I was trying to live my life was unhealthy. So, uh, even before my ministry career began, I learned to make moments for the swing.
I learned to Sabbath well. And I think that's really paid off for my overall health in ministry. So set healthy boundaries on your time. Know what you can fit in your schedule and know what you can't fit in your schedule. Set parameters around your schedule and realize that there are things uh, that are going to go on in the world that you're not ever going to get done. There are some things that you just can't finish today. And so you're going to have to wait till tomorrow and that's going to be okay. I think that's a good place for us to stop today. We'll talk about more boundaries in the next episode. And so I really appreciate you listening. And I hope that you're going to learn how to set good time boundaries. And you're going to learn how to Sabbath early on in your ministry. Don't forget to check out those resources. And just do some research on what it means to Sabbath in the 21st century. Maybe it will be something that will be incredibly life-giving to you as you begin your ministry. Um, And I I just hope and pray that you'll be able to have good time management skills and that your church will be blessed by that as you serve them. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.